We're going to try to fix the Giants offensive line. I have some suggestions and some ideas on how to do it. That's coming up next on the Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. I am Patricia Trena. So happy to have you with us here on this Wednesday edition of the Locked on Giants podcast. We're midway through the week. We're inching closer to the NFL Combine, which starts next week in Indianapolis. And uh, we will be previewing the Combine, by the way, on this show. That show will probably be tomorrow. And um, we'll have everything you need to know ahead of the Combine. But on today's show, I'm going to take on a rather difficult task. Yeah, you know, um, I thought about this. I I still owe you guys and gals a mock draft. And I decided what I'm going to do with the mock draft. I'm probably going to wait till after the combine for that. So this way we have a little bit more information as to what teams might be thinking. So that is coming, I promise you. But for today's show, how to fix the Giants offensive line. I mean, can we all agree that the Giants' offensive line is the number one thing this that this team needs to address. I think we can, right? So I came up with a three-step plan, starting with who to keep and who to say goodbye to, then going to um, what they should do in free agency, and then finishing it off with what they should do in the draft. These are just my ideas. Some of you are probably not going to agree with them, and that's fine. Some of you might say, okay, that's a great idea, and that's fine as well. But this, to me, is was an exercise that I really tried to give a lot of thought to and come up with a solution now. You know, the disclaimer here with an exercise like this is I don't know what the coaching staff is planning to run. What I can probably safely assume, and yes, I know what they say about the word assume, is that the Giants are going to want good players, regardless of the position. So in going through this um, exercise, I tried to make sure that I accommodated for all that. So that said, let's jump in to step number one, which is who stays and who goes. Now for this part of the exercise, I went back and I looked at the offensive lineman that finished the 2021 season on the roster. So I'm, you know, and and when I say on the roster, I'm also including guys who um, were on injured reserve. So I have a list of guys that I don't want to see in a Giants uniform next year. And I have a list of guys that I think will be in a Giants uniform next year. And I will tell you why for each. But first, let me start off with the guys that I think are not going to be in a Giants uniform next year. We can start with Nate Solder, who played right tackle. And I think we can all agree that Nate Solder has seen better days. Matter of fact, there's uh, been whispers that he might be planning to retire um, after, you know, 
once everything settles down. So he could very well uh, be retiring. Um, Wes Martin, that was a guy I, I don't think we really saw, you know, enough of to want to keep him. Will Hernandez, powerful guy, plays well in a phone booth, but where does he lack? His mental game lacks. And I don't know what it was with Will Hernandez, but when it came time to picking up stunts and, and all that good stuff or where he had to hand guys off, he was just so far gone that, you know, you just sat there and you just wondered what was going on with his game. So I think he's someone who's going to be able to benefit from a change in scenery. Now, who do I keep? Obviously, Andrew Thomas is a keeper. Um, I have Ben Bredesen as a keeper. All right. Uh, Bredesen, I didn't think we saw enough of. He's a guy who can play both guard spots if you need him to. And I believe he can play some center as well. So I would keep him and let him compete. I would keep Corey Cunningham, who was uh, like the jumbo tight end extra tackle. I would let him come back and compete. Now, um, the one guy that I'm kind of iffy on, if I'm being honest with you, is center Billy Price. I don't think I want Billy Price starting. If he is brought back, Billy Price is a is a U, going to be a UFA. Um, if he is brought back, I don't think I want him starting. But would I mind having him for depth to compete for depth? Absolutely. I, I'd have no problem with that. Although, again, with Billy Price, that was a straight-up player-for-player trade. So if they cut him... To me, not a big deal. All right. Now, I have question marks regarding Matt Paird, Nick Gates, and Shane Lemieux, the three guys who are injured. All right. Where things stand. Now, Paird suffered an injury uh, late last year. I don't think he's going to be ready for training camp. I don't think he's going to be ready to start the season. So I think we can kind of say he's going to land up on Pup. All right. Nick Gates had that broken leg. Now, I do think at some point Nick Gates is going to be back. But like Paired, I question as to whether or not Nick Gates is going to be ready for training camp. And I question if he's going to be ready for the start of the season. I, I believe all his surgeries that he needed are done. But that's not to say he won't need more down the line. So that's kind of a wait and see. Shane Lemieux, I think, has a possibility of being ready for training camp and for the season and i think he will absolutely compete so um of the th of those three lemieux for sure i think will be able to compete and then there's another guy um that doesn't get a lot of mention because he was injured early in training camp and that's kyle murphy a guy who it was very versatile uh could play interior and i think some tackle too if you needed him to um Kind of a forgotten guy, but I, I suspect the Giants might be looking to move on from him. So, again, to recap, Andrew Thomas, I keep. Ben Bredesen for interior depth. Corey Cunningham, with, right, who could play tackle, I keep him. Um, you're going to keep Parrot Gates, and Lemieux, but their injury status kind of makes it shaky. You're probably going to be 50-50 on Billy Price. Again, I would not mind re-signing him as long as it's not going to break the bank, which it shouldn't. 
would I sign him necessarily um, to be my starter? The only way I would do that is if step two of my plan, which I'll tell you about in just a little bit, doesn't come to fruition. So that's who I would keep um, from the from the current group. Now, I know there's a couple of practice squad players in there who I unfortunately don't know a whole lot of, about to say whether or not I would keep them or whatnot, but I think we can all agree that the Giants are going to have to address the offensive line both in free agency and in the draft. And speaking of free agency, in the next step, step two, I'm going to give you my theories and some names of guys that I think could be targeted by the Giants for their offensive line. That's coming up next. All right, Giant fans, we have more on today's Locked on Giants podcast. But first, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, but without the calories and without the sugar. Most Built Bars contain around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein, making it easy to stick in any diet plan. And they're available in nut and nut-free varieties with certain limited-time offerings available year-round. Head on over to BuiltBar.com to see those limited-time offerings and use our special promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your first order. Again, that's code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to the Locked on Giants podcast. I am Patricia Trana, and I'm trying to come up with a plan to fix the Giants offensive line. Now, on paper, this plan makes sense to me. Whether it actually makes sense to the coaches, that's another story. But um, look, we've got to start somewhere, and everybody's got an opinion on how to uh, fix the Giants offensive line. So why can't I have one, right? I mean... Why not? Can I be any worse than some of the the, uh, the other opinions out there? Probably not. But anyway, um, I'm going to get to step two in just a minute. But first, just a reminder, we're going to have some uh, previews of the uh, NFL Combine. Um, I'm going to have Joe DeLeon from the Believe, Believe excuse me, uh, Podcast Network. He's going to be on with me on uh, Thursday's show. And... Um, I booked Emery Hunt. I know a lot of you have asked me about Emery Hunt. When's he's going to come on? Emery's supposed to come on with me late Friday. So what I may do is I might kick my my Friday show um, and kick that into Saturday just so we have something because it is going to be kind of like a, a combine preview. But more on that as we get a little closer. I'll let you know um, what we'll do, what we're going to do on that. So uh Got to work with the timing here. And then, of course, I'm working on some other stuff for you, some surprises. As always, you know I have surprises for you guys and gals. So I uh, hope you will continue to tune in as we count down to the NFL Scouting Combine, which is next week in Indianapolis. Lots to talk about, I'm sure. So, all right. Step two of my plan to fix the Giants offensive line. Now, I'm going to start off speaking in broad terms here target a guy that can play all three interior spots now there's a method to my madness here when i say all three interior spots i want a guy who has experience playing left guard right guard and center because right now i have some question marks as to which of my injured guys i'm going to get back what they're going to look like 
Will I be able to pick up maybe uh, day two or day three guys or undrafted free agents who can compete? Will I be able to pick up um, low-cost veterans in wave two and three of free agency? So I think if I'm spending premium dollars, I would want a guy who can compete, you know, at, at any of the three interior positions, preferably at center. I would ideally want a guy who can play center for me. And the reason for that is um, I do believe Nick Gates is going to come back. But when he does come back, I want to see Nick Gates at guard. I don't want to see him at center. I have always believed that Gates is a better center, uh, excuse me, Gates is a better guard than he is at center. Just, you know, seems more comfortable to me not having a guy over him or not having, you know, to snap the ball and then suddenly get his hands up, just being able to fire out and get into his man. Just Gates to me looks like a better center from what I've, I recall seeing from him. And a few years ago, I, I actually had him on the podcast and I remember asking him at the time if, if he had a preference guard or center. And he said he had told me on the podcast that uh, he felt more comfortable being um, at guard. Because this way, you know, you're in a phone booth, but you're, you don't, you also don't have to worry about somebody coming in at you or whatnot. So anyway, so who are some of the names we can maybe look at? Um, I believe it was, was it ESPN? Someone suggested Chicago Bears uh, offensive lineman James Daniels. Now, James Daniels can play both guard spots and center. He's a young guy. I think he's like going to be 25 years old, 26 years old, something like that. So he might cost a little bit more. But see, here's the thing. I do think that the Giants are probably going to spend a little bit of what we would consider premium money on certain positions in free agency. They're going to have to. You know, quarterback is definitely going to be one position. And I think offensive line has to be the other. So James Daniel is a guy who is intriguing. Now, if we are looking at specifically um, a guy who is a center, um, a guy such as B.J. Finney, who played with Pittsburgh, could be maybe a little more reasonable as far as a price tag goes. Now, uh, B.J. Finney is 30 years old, so I don't know that he would be the long-term answer. But... um, Look, you want to have a guy who's experienced at center because it's a new offense. You want somebody who knows what they're doing in there. And, and you know, you, you don't want to leave anything to chance. So B.J. Finney was the guy that I looked at. Uh, a little bit about B.J. Finney from Pro Football Focus. He's allowed uh, 17 quarterback pressures in 659 pass block snaps and has a career 98.5 pass block efficiency rating. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. So like I said, um, if you get a center, this paves the way to move Gates up back to guard when he is healthy. So presumably, you know, you plug the veteran in at center, you figure maybe Wes Martin and uh, Shane Lemieux are amongst the, the two guys who are going to compete for a guard spot. Maybe you bring in another guard um, again, it could be a veteran. It could be, um, you know, a, a draft pick that you get on the third day. 
but uh, you bring somebody in to compete. And there was another guy um, actually from Buffalo. And uh, I'm just looking for his name real quick. Uh, Ike, Ike Boatinger, I think is how you pronounce it. An undrafted free agent that the Bills signed in 2018 who went on to become a starter. Um, he has played both guard positions, probably more so left guard. And, you know, look, I think we could probably all agree that Joe Shane, Brian Dable are going to want guys that they've worked with before from Buffalo. If, you know, whoever they can get. So Boatinger, Boker uh, is somebody I would keep an eye on um, with both guards. Uh, let's see. Mentioned B.J. Finney, who is more of a center. So will the Giants double dip in free agency at uh, offensive line? I'm not so sure that they will, but I am fairly certain. I, I would say there's a 99.9% .9 chance that the Giants will devote free agency money to the offensive line, to at least one position on that line, they will also probably draft at that position. And if they don't, then my gosh, what are we doing here? And I'm going to talk about the draft in step three in just a moment. Um, but I just wanted to kind of talk about, like I said, just blending in a couple of free agents with the guys they already have. From my perspective, the left guard is where you really want, um, I think, the guy to be solid because, you know, you're talking the blind side there. And Andrew Thomas at left tackle was solid. Uh, you put in a solid left guard there and you shore up that blind side. And now maybe, I don't know, you think of moving uh, Shay Lemieux over to the right side if he's healthy. Um, you have a center in there, whether it be Daniels, whether it be um, Finney. Um, you know, whoever you might have. And uh, then when Gates comes back, then you swap out at right guard, whoever's in there for Gates. And I think that'll give you a solid, you know, that should give you a solid interior, which is really what the Giants need. So, all right. What about the draft, which is step three? Stick around and I'll let you know. All right, Giant fans, we have more coming up on today's program. But first, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline.net is also the best spot for scores, podcasts, and news, whether it's basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, plus all your favorite Vegas games. Head on over to the website today to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Giant fans, welcome back to segment three of the Locked on Giants podcast. I am Patricia Trena, and we're going to talk draft now. Where can the Giants get offensive line help in the draft? Now, there is a wide assumption that the offensive line help has to come in round one. You know what, folks? It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Now, there are exceptions. If um, Evan Neal is still on the board... You grab them in round one. If Ikem Ekwanu is still on the board, you grab him. But if those two guys are gone, if Kyle Hamilton is gone, uh, Aiden Hutchinson is gone, um, where do you go if you're the Giants? Well, you maybe look at day two to get your offensive line help. There are some guys that um, 
would fall under the best player available that can also fit a need for the Giants that should be there in day two and maybe even in day three because this is a deep draft class for offensive linemen. That's the good news. All right, so who are some of the names that if they don't get um, an Iquanu or, or an Evan Neal, who could the Giants look at in the draft? Um, let's take a look. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bernhard Rayman would be one. Um, Daniel Falele and Rashid Walker. Those are, uh, some day two tip picks that maybe you can plug in at right tackle if you need them to. At center, you have Alec Lindstrom. You have Luke Fortner. And Cole Strange, a couple guys that we reviewed over on Giants Country. They could be potential centers if that's the route you want to go. And then um, if you're looking at guards, uh, Zion Johnson, uh, Darian Kennard are a couple names that come to mind. So maybe you can grab one of those guys. So really, you know, you look at how the draft and free agency are going to set each other up. Actually, free agency will set up the draft. So if you're the Giants... Do you, you know, pick up guys in the second wave of free agency? I think you have to. But as far as the draft goes, I think if you don't come away with um, an offensive lineman in the first round, you know, upon further review, that is, uh, I don't think it's the end of the world. As long as you're getting like, you know, obviously a really good player, whether it be, you know, a pass rusher, or def a defensive back, uh, maybe even a receiver. I could see that uh, taking place in the first round. Um, but look, a lot of Giant fans, I'm sure, are going to want to see the Giants get an offensive lineman in the first round. And I think the Giants would probably like that as well. So this way they're assured of it. They can move forward, not have to worry. But again, the offensive line class is very deep in uh, this year's draft class. So if the Giants have to go to day two, to pick up their um, offensive line help, not the end of the world. And in fact, this is such a deep class for offensive linemen that the Giants can maybe even get some depth pieces to develop in day three and maybe even as undrafted free agents. So, you know, just keeping all that in mind, um, it wouldn't be so surprising, I think, if the Giants didn't draft an offensive lineman in the first round disappointing maybe you know because we all want to see an offensive lineman in here badly but look you can't reach you know the giants reached for eric flowers that didn't work out very well um some say that they reach for andrew thomas at number four Uh, eh, you know i don't know about that but you know you you just can't reach for a guy and uh I don't think Joe Shane's going to do that. I, I'd really be surprised if they end up doing that. But anyway, the Giants offensive line, just to, to conclude this, I do think they're going to get it fixed, um, make it in a functional offensive line. Is it going to be, you know, perfect the first year? No. Um, because again, there's different ways to go about this and you've got some injured guys that you have to wait for them to come back. But that being said, if they could just get it functional and on the right track, then I think the Giants offense will be able to do what it needs to do in order to get um, to, to get its forward momentum going. So, all right, Giant fans, that's going to do it for us here on the Locked on Giants podcast. Again, don't forget to check out tomorrow's show. 
uh, Joe DeLeon is going to be with me. We're going to preview the uh, the Combine. Um, Emery Hunt is still to come on the show. He's scheduled for Friday, uh, late Friday afternoon. So that show will probably kick into Saturday. And uh, then all next week, Combine coverage. So hope you will be on board with us. Until then, I am Patricia Trainer. Thank you so much for making the Lockdown Giants podcast your first listen of the day. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, your first watch of the day. We will see you tomorrow.